Hey, it's Memes. I'm a former makeup artist, and you're listening to Swatch of Horrors, where we talk beauty horror stories told by beauty professionals. This week, we're talking about repetitive repeat clients who are kind of annoying or hard to work with, but yet you just can't seem to break up with them because... You just have to work and have to service them. So this is going to be an episode about one of those clients. And I also wanted to announce that Swatch of Horrors has a little bit of a new look. If you go on Instagram or TikTok, or if you look at the podcast art, hopefully it has updated. Uh, Yeah, there's a new look. So hopefully um, you like it. It's um, different font different, you know, just rearrange things a little bit. So hopefully you all like it. And um, also don't forget to follow, rate, subscribe, whatever it is you all like to do. Swatch of And uh, thanks for supporting the podcast by listening. I'm looking for a new So, in previous episodes, I used to talk a lot about COVID catch up, or uh, we we did like I did like a segment about how we were coping with pandemic and different tips and tricks that we can do. I know we're you know COVID's still alive and out there and stuff like that, but I I don't really want it to be a COVID centric uh, focus anymore in this like segment. And I know we've kind of we've kind of tried new things. They've deviated from different format variations since the older episodes of Swatch of Horrors, but I I don't know. I think maybe I might branch out into a separate episode every now and then where we talk just thoughts and mental health, because I still want to focus on mental health and just mind and body wellness. You know, I'm not a professional in any of those areas. Um, but I do, you know, I've received a lot of therapy in the past and I've gotten to a point in my life where I've, I'm definitely more self-aware now than I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago because of all the help that I've received. And I just want to be able to talk freely about it and have everyone else, you know, you can listen and sometimes people may relate. I don't know. But I think why it's so important for me to still incorporate mental health, mental health into each type of episode, if I can, I don't shy away from it because way back in the day when I was like really depressed to the point where I really needed some sort of like medical and like intervention, you know, I strongly feel that I did not get better. Uh, without the help of others around me 
sharing their stories because once I opened up, I learned that so many people have struggled with um, depression, anxiety. Some people had to be put on medication and I had no idea. These were people I worked with, people who I saw every day and it really made me more accepting to getting help even if it meant taking medication, which I know some people stray away from. I did before, and um, it really helped me. And it, I obviously talk with your doctor, but I just want to put out there that that's why I feel like I always want to share that part of me on this podcast. So hopefully it resonates with some of you. I hope that you all enjoy it. So I think I'm going to, you know, in the beginning of every episode, just start sharing kind of like how I have been, just what's been going on, and then we'll get right into the beauty horror story a little after. If you like this format, um, you know, let me know. Drop some comments, send me a DM on Instagram, at Swatch of Horrors. I love to hear from you all, and yeah, send me a DM there and let me know what you think or review rate on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review so something that i've been dealing with this last like week or week or two but really honestly it kind of feels like a reoccurring theme in my life is just the friendships that i surround myself with and friendships in general like I know this is a me problem where I feel like people abandoned me. That is something that I struggle with. I struggle with thinking that people are always out to like slight me or at times feeling like people are malicious on, you know, um, towards me. And I've I've really been trying to undo a lot of that thinking, whether it's true or not. And I think this can also help you in your professional work as well as not taking things personally. This is something I'm really trying hard not to do. Because when you take things personally, it's almost like it almost makes you the center of that thought. And I'm just really, sorry, my nose is running because uh, it's so cold. Cold for California, okay? I know it's way colder everywhere else, but hey, Southern California had snow and that was pretty, pretty much something that never, ever freaking happens. So give me a break. <laughs> I, and I'm also... Also, too, like, I'm not heavily editing episodes anymore, kind of how I used to back in the past. So a lot of how I speak and talk and whatnot, it's just going to be a little bit more casual and free-flowing, less editing. I know that you might hear some ums, buts, or uh, likes, you know, I- I'm working on that because, you know, it's a, it's a form of public speaking and I definitely always want to improve that, so... You'll notice it's a little bit more, I don't want to say less polished, it's just more authentic, I guess you could say. And it's 
easier on editing too because honestly nowadays I don't have time to edit every single little thing out. So there's another difference you may notice from previous episodes. Like from like 2020 and 2021. So back to back to taking things personal, right? So I always feel like when something happens with my friends or some problem happens, I always take it personally. And I I guess I start to feel like when people start to distance themselves from me, whether it's intentional or not, like it really gets to me, especially if we're really close or even if we are really close and then maybe that friend had said something kind of off-putting, but yet, like, I know they didn't mean any malice with that. I know they didn't mean any harm, but yet it was just them, like, giving their opinion or just their feelings on the subject or, you know, and and even though, like, I don't want to take things personal, it's hard not to. It's hard not to. Like, I have this friend that I've known for so long. And no matter what, I always felt like, yes, this person would always be my friend, no matter what. And the last few times they came into town, like, they didn't even try to hang out with me. But yet I would see them, like, hang out with other people. And there may be a logical reason for that. Um, I had no problem driving out to where they were. And I get it. Sometimes people come for a specific event and maybe they just don't have time. But for me, when I see that you have time to hang out with other people and not include me, like to me, that really hurts me. And that's a reality that I've... I've been learning to deal with and it's kind of like I I don't really know how to feel about that I don't know if that just means maybe I'm I'm not that type of friend anymore that you see when you're in town and then I just become a friend that you send memes to all the time okay so I just recorded all that like a few days ago and now it's days later and I don't remember where I left off I know I've just had like a weird friend week how about that uh where I just and also let me preface this this edibles kicking in and this is a first this is a swatch of horrors first maybe we can get into it in another time okay but if if wild gummies who wants to sponsor me please come through okay that's all I'm gonna say Anyway, um, kids, if you're 21, um, maybe you can't listen to this podcast. I don't know. Anyway, let's get, let's get back on track here. So I've had a weird week, maybe two weeks. I don't know the concept of time anymore. I've had a rough while with friend relationships, family relationships that are like friend relationships and... I even think I caught one of my friends in a lie. Like, they told me one thing, and then they told me another thing that contradicts 
contradicts the first thing and I'm like wait a minute like are you lying like just tell the truth tell the truth <laughs> like that Will Smith movie I forgot what was it the movie called CTE or something what's that movie anyway I don't we, we're not Will Smith stands anymore here but yeah so that's where I'm at with just relationships friend relationships obviously not not my husband relationship but yeah I has anyone else been in a funk like you know I want to hear from you let me know what the tea is with your friends let's let's use this first half of the podcast to just catch up with your feelings and what's going on self-awareness blah 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 some cheese may like whatever okay let's let's use this this time for that so if you got some cheese may you want to talk about you got something that's bothering you let me know and we'll we'll talk it out so i wanted to talk to you all about a beauty horror story and i was trying to think of a way to tell this story and this customer, okay, when I worked, I worked at a cosmetics counter, as you know, I used to be a makeup artist, and I was a newbie makeup artist, so I was really new at the time, and starting to feel comfortable, and this strange customer, and I don't want to bash her mental health, I don't want to talk about her being crazy, but she kind of was crazy, like, I know that's an ableist slur, it's not really good to say crazy but I don't know what else to call it like um and it's not really I don't think it's a neurodivergent thing at all no I think she was just a screw was loose for lack of better words and and you guys know you all know I don't fuck with mental health like that like I don't I don't put people I try not to put anybody down I try to be understanding of everyone's different conditions but this woman I don't know how else to describe her she came in big wide-eyed um kind of how you know how wendy williams is was kind of it's kind of starting to uh look in the last few you know years when she talks she has like really wide eyes like that now um i hope wendy's getting better and it looks like she really is so um no hate on that okay i'm not trying to hate on her but i'm trying to describe and give you a good visual of how this woman this customer was Let's give her a name. I'm gonna call her. Can't I can't rhyme with her real name? Let me think. Let's call her. Um. Let's call her. Anna. Okay. Anna would come in, and Anna would usually get her makeup done by someone else at the counter. But the one day that this person was not available to service Anna they put her with me there and, and, and I don't know if they did this on purpose but it was kind of like well I guess I'm gonna learn with this one so they gave Anna to me and they're like oh meme, memes can do it yeah let's just put her with her okay and I don't even remember if they tried to warn me about her but what was done was done. She's in the chair. She's like very eccentric. Okay. 
and her movements and her um, just the way that she carried herself. So she was always going to an event, right? And it was usually like a ball gown formal event of some sort. And, you know, we started doing the makeup and she had to be involved and like hold the mirror up a lot and seeing what was going on. And part of me doesn't remember if like that's how I got her engaged with the mirror or if she like insisted on looking the whole time because she didn't really trust me because she didn't know what kind of makeup I would do. So I think she was very hands-on. Um, and if my memory serves me right, now that I think of it, I think she was actually trying to learn how to do her makeup. So it was almost like a lesson, you know? And I would write everything down, write all the instructions. And uh, sometimes she would buy the stuff. And then other times, I think she would come back and, like, return them. Or she would take, like, one of the two things. Or she'd end up buying, like, one thing. I, I really can't remember, but she was she was already sketched. And there's a reason why I didn't like her. Mind you, she's very nice. She, like, adored me. And she ended up liking how I did her makeup. She, like, she loved it. And ever since that day, she didn't go back to her regular artist anymore. She was coming to me, and she was requesting me by name every single time, and I think it was such a soul suck, you know, because she was just, like, so intense and involved and talk, 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 and and it, it really slowed me down, you know, it slowed me down. I couldn't just, okay, beat, beat the face in uh, an hour or 45 minutes and I'm done. No, like, it was a drawn-out process, and it cost me sales because I couldn't step away, or if I did step away, actually, like, it, the more time I stepped away from her to service customers, the more, um, she would just, like, linger, it it just would not stop, so I just wanted to get her out of there. If I'm helping a customer, she'd have the mirror up, and, and, like, looking at herself in the mirror the whole entire time, examining, moving around, um, yeah, and, and she had this spot on her nose, and I don't, it it looked like a dark bruise, and I feel like over the months, like, it kept getting bigger and bigger, and I'm, like, thinking, like, maybe you need to get this checked out, like, it it started out as, like, a small bruise-looking thing on her nose, and, like I said, every time she would come in, it would, like, grow bigger, and I don't know if she, like, brushed it off. I was like, um, you know, I I say this because I care about you, and, you know, I'm really concerned for your health, but have you asked a doctor about your nose? Like, the spot on your nose? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of that. Like, are you? Okay, well, that's not I feel like I'm not doing justice, um, type of person she was, but, or in describing her, but what I can tell you, she was always going to an event, right, like a formal black tie event, she was oftentimes, allegedly, sneaking into exclusive events, like an award show, or, uh, Obama's, like, inaugural ball, like, she claimed that she flew to DC, and snuck in. I don't know how. I don't know if she does it with anyone else, but she claimed to just find a way to crash and get in. So if 
if you know if that's a thing, let me know. Like, I know sometimes people try to get into after parties and stuff, but please let me know. Is this a thing where people sneak into, like, black tie events? That's what she claimed that she did. And so, okay, I'm, like, helping you do your makeup so you can go, um, trespass. <laughs> and every time, like, sometimes when she would call the counter and I'd pick up and be like, Hi, thank you for calling Makeup Counter. This is memes. How can I help you? <laughs> you know, and and after I say that that whole spiel, there'd be like dead silence for five seconds. So I'd be like, "Thanks for calling store." <laughs> Hi, memes. I was like, "Oh, okay, like." great i I know who this is it's anna you know she just she would have the longest pause before saying my name on the phone it was so bizarre and dramatic okay very dramatic and she'd be like oh do you have do you have availability today or this weekend or or tomorrow i have to go somewhere can you come in at whatever time oh now i remember she would sometimes show up really late to her appointment, like half hour late, and then throw me off and throw everybody else off. Like there was times where you get to a certain point and you're like, I gotta take my lunch. Like if I don't take my lunch on a certain time, like I'm gonna get in trouble by human resources or blah 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 because of um, local laws, you know, labor laws. And um, yeah, she would she would come late. She was difficult like that, you know, like. But she was so nice to you. She never, never had an attitude, never was rude, but yet she was just so over the top, obsessed with me. Like, it was just, it was too much. I hated when she called. And I hated, I hated when I had to um, get an appointment with her. And, um, yeah, this went on for a while. And... It wasn't even, like, a customer that's high maintenance that made it worth it. Because earlier I mentioned, like, she would always return stuff. Or I would have to pull teeth for her to buy something. Because as as some of you may know, oftentimes in a makeup counter, when you get your makeup done, just they don't charge you a fee, usually. But the artist is supposed to sell you product. It's a sales job. It's sales. Okay, so... If you get a makeover and then you don't buy from the makeup artist, that's like a slap in the face. Like they wasted their time on you and you didn't buy anything and they didn't get a commission or make their goals. It's not just about making money. It's about making sales goals because if you don't make those goals, you're ours. You're the first one to get cut. So that's why it was so painful to work with her. It was such a long, drawn out interaction and everything was so over the top and I can't handle that much, um, extrovertedness in a session, especially for someone who's not going to benefit me at all, who's not going to buy anything. That's, that's, was so annoying. But the thing about Anna, like, I can't, I couldn't be rude to her. I could never be mean. Like, no matter how annoying she was, like, of course I'm not going to be mean like she never did anything 
to make me be mean or want to be mean to her or snap back at her because she was nice. She was a little wild, but she was nice. She was a little maybe delusional. I don't know what was going on if she's sneaking into all these places. Um, but she was always nice to me. Even if she was kind of obsessed, I would rather deal with annoying, super friendly, over-the-top, maybe, um, maybe needs some kind of medical, mental intervention, then I would rather deal with that than someone who's mean to me and treats me like I'm trash and talks to me like I'm a peasant. And another thing, it was nice to have somebody like always want to request me. That's another aspect that kind of made me feel like, okay, maybe I I am making it as a makeup artist because now I have a repeat client and maybe because I put up with her shit, but, but the thing is she was getting her makeup done to go to these formal red carpet places. So for her to keep coming back to me is definitely a testament to being a good makeup artist, even if she was a little crazy. So in a way, Anna, as much as she was a a bit much to deal with, like, I think in some way she did give me the confidence, like, yeah, I am doing such a great job that she wants to come back that, uh, I, I wonder, I don't even remember her actual, like her actual last name at all. She just had the one name and I don't know what she did either during the day because she would come at odd times during the day and I don't know if she was working, I don't know if she had like businesses. I saw her sometimes she would like come in from a vacation or something. I don't know what she did. Um, part of me feels like maybe she would go on like these extravagant dates with rich men or something. I feel like that's kind of who she probably is. Uh, she was a character. When I say character, that's who I think of. Like, how do you sneak into an, an inaugural ball? Like, I was genuinely worried for her because I'm like, uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to get fucked up on a presidential level. Like, I'm not trying to get tased or tackled in a gown. Like, I'm not gonna fuck with that. So, I really, I really want to know if, if all her stories were true. Yeah, have you ever had a client that no matter how freaking annoying they were, like you just couldn't, you just couldn't say no to them, and you just like took it with a smile, and then after you just felt so drained because. It was like having like a literal like entertaining clown in your seat. Like I'm not trying to be mean, but it was just a show. It was a spectacle. But I wish her well and I wonder what she's doing and if she's still sneaking into those events. I really I would love to know. Alright. That's the beauty horror story. Swatch of horrors follow me. Actually, if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the subscribe or follow button. That would help the podcast a lot. Same thing with Spotify. You know the drill. I would love if you can give me a review. Five stars. And I will talk to you all later.
Oh, by the way, you know, if you're a makeup artist, you know, if you work in the beauty industry, send me a DM, tell me your horror story. Come on, I know you have a story to tell. 